Glory be to God in the highest. The night we have been waiting for is here. There is going to be war against every negative pronouncement invoked into your life. Because God is not going to give a damn to anything that will hamper the growth and the progress of the saints. So whatever the case may be, beloved, I want you to realize tonight that you have a great opportunity in the sight of the Almighty God. This battle is a must-win battle and you need to get ready. So, you, you can't avoid to relent, you can't avoid to wait, you can't avoid to be tired, you can't avoid to be, to be weary tonight. May the Lord God Almighty grant you strength in the name of Jesus Christ. Beloved, the word of God open our eyes to the need to understand the power in the world. Words are sounds that fly through air. To the eardrum of another person, where there will be a reaction when necessary. If war passes through the air to impart, to destroy, to provoke, to invoke, to remove, to transform, to energize, to fan the flame, and to wreak havoc, he chose the effect and the power of the world. Remember what the Bible said in the book of Jeremiah. Chapter 23, verse 29. In the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah 23, Jeremiah 23, verse 29 is what I want to read to you. That was the passage I read tonight, today in the morning. And the word of God there, the Bible says, God said, Is not my word like fire? Declares the Lord. And like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. Is not my word like fire? That's the, that's the power of the word. It, can, it, 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 it burns like fire. Is not my word like hammer? No matter how strong a rock is, he said the world is able to break the rock into pieces. In another word, nothing is too strong for the word of God to penetrate. And you remember that the Bible talk about it, the word of God again in the book of Hebrews. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 4. See the way the Bible describes the word again in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, this is what the word of God says. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, 
piercing to the division of soul and of spirit and of joints and of marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart the world is able to search discern the heart the thoughts and the imaginations of anyone the world is able to capture your intentions the world is able to capture your mindset the world is able to capture what you are thinking what you are planning the world is able to penetrate between the spirit and the soul the world is able to make separation between joint and marrows because it is living and active that is the word of god but beloved god did not only empower his word alone god empowered the tongues of men demons empower the tongues of men as well so it is not just it is not just the word of god alone that is empowered to cause trouble to wreak effort beloved you need to realize that the word of men the word of people the word of parents there are when i was growing up the word I received from my parents let me understand that words from the elderly people are strong therefore fear it words from those who are older than you are strong therefore fear it there are people who are also demonically empowered there are people who have sold themselves their souls into demonic world and go about with spells to chant on people's life and destiny you need to realize this. People like that, wherever they go, they wreck a folk with the words of their mouth. They only need to speak and they actually follow. If there are demons that follow up the words of the occultic people and carry it out to letter, there are power, there are spirit, there are angelic hosts of heaven that follow the word of God to make sure the actions that are expected of it come to pass. And you know what? There is no word that is as active and as powerful as the word of God. And that gives us the joy, the strength, the energy to always know no matter the spell, no matter the negative, no matter the cause, no matter the evil pronouncement, no matter the abuses, no matter the descriptions, no matter the storm, no matter the battle, no matter the causes, no matter the, the, the invocations that have been pronounced against your life, your destiny, your family, your progress, your business, your work, your future, your family life, life, life your marriage, and what a few. The world is sharper and strong enough to capture them and to destroy them. And I would like to explain some things to you from the scripture so that you will see the light and the examples of what I'm saying so that you will be able to understand what really I am trying to explain. Let's draw analysis apart from the passages I've read. I remember that in the country, in our country, some years back, maybe like two or three years, hate speech became so prominent that our government have to raise policies against it. Laws to silence people why did they come up with laws to guide against the speech of people one they know there is freedom of speech 
and that the freedom of speech is almost being abused by some individuals who have the capacity to pull crowd with the words of their mouth. And so government is trying to regulate why the words that come out from people can cause war. Both physical war and spiritual war. That tells you the intensity of the words that come out. Why would the Bible say, honor your father and your mother that your day may belong in the land of the living? Brethren, it is because when you dishonor them and they are provoked to speak against you, it has implication and impact upon your life and future. Do you know when, when negative words are made, they last for years, some follow generations. And when blessings are released, they last for years and they follow generations as well. So, just as it has the, the good part, it has the negative part. And we want to deal with the negative part tonight. You need to know that the graffiti of the world, of what the, of the war, that the world of man and of demons, or all of demonically inspired people can cause, is a, a great impact. And the, the impact of the anointed tongue of the Holy Spirit when it is when it makes a pronouncement the impact of it as well is 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 indescribable it's unlimited the length it can go because no matter how many years you have been under a spell a night is enough a pronouncement a word is enough to capture you because the word of god is active and living it can penetrate Ages, it can penetrate century, it can penetrate life, it can penetrate souls, it can bring about total victory and deliverance. I take you through the world as I look at the segment of what a prayer look like tonight. Be your bama party or only da, be your bama ogunti or only fa, be your bama wahala ti or only dale. Go down, go ka, nepa ogunto chelo. Be a one lori of putting or shatter, a war, a war, a war, the runu, a war, a binu siarawa. Lodogo, at the go to day. A party or rollico, Nino Ayenia, Cosewa, Rara, this in ye, Timoveca, one better call Canoe Billy, a togoti, a war on your dale, Bowing as you want. Fua pere. Fua pere. Ala ni no lua. Nua. Leni akokot mufe sonne pare la leye. Oro igun. Sini oro ti nua dale lori. Oro igun la tenu nua. Ninu uwe genesis si ori kesan. Ese e ke e dogma. De e ke tade logma. Bibe li so ipe. Nua mwoti waini yotan osu ni iwo. Obagbara Sugbemba ti nu 
oni omo odo ninu awon omo odo ni yo ma se oni yo se omo odo fun jafeti ninu awon oro buruku to ti eninu ajade sinu aye omo oni yo lo irade iran won o si se lanu pe iran hamu ni kenani gbugbu awon to wa le kenani se bu o ti kanu tan bi le ko gbo iru ipa ti oro yi se ninu aye won won de ni egun ebi egan awon ta o pa lara won wa bebe lati seru ni israeli ni when when wars of causes are pronounced they go from generation to generation no one makes such kind of pronouncement in genesis chapter 9 verse 25 to 27 the bible says he became drunk of the new wine after the flood and he slept off naked when hab saw him hab moved closer to him and saw that his father he was naked he ran to his brothers and told them the father was naked already i guess by gesture that the gesture of mood by which Ham related to his brother might be in a jesting way and so the brother came with their back knowing fully that it is not it is not good it's taboo for them to see the nakedness of their father they use their back to come and cover the father up and the father and the bible said when the father woke up and had the story he placed curse on Ham and the curse he placed on Ham moved from generation to generation he said servant of servant he said Ham Caesarian will be servant of the rest two children and so it happened the whole of the Canaan land that we read in the scripture belong to the to Canaan the first born of of Ham and what happened to them god wiped them off in fact those who were left who were not wiped off the bible told us that they begged to be slave to the israelite that is the afok it wrecked their destiny following from generation to generations do you also know that jacob caused ruben in genesis Chapter 49, verse 3 to 4, Jacob caused Reuben. Why did he cause Reuben? Because Reuben had sexual intercourse with his father's concubine. And when Jacob was dying, he was saying his last word, he placed curse. Despite the description he gave to Reuben, in Genesis chapter 49, verse 3 and 4. I want to, I want to read so that you will be able to understand what i am trying to say the impact that a word carry in the life of people when it is when the pronouncement is made the the afok it wreck is so great and jacob said ruben you are my firstborn my might so he was cognizant of the fact that ruben was the firstborn at the beginning of his strength and the first fruit of my strength preeminent in dignity and preeminent in power that is what the magnitude of the strength of his firstborn is a firstborn in israel preeminent in dignity and preeminent as well in, in power because they become the perfect replacement of their father after their departure however however in verse 4 jacob pro- pronounced father said unstable as water you shall not have preeminence unstable as water you shall not have preeminence look at the word of jacob because you went up 
to your father's bed. Then you divide it. He went up to my pouch. That's what Jacob said. And Reuben, in the whole lineage of Israel, became disorganized lineage that was never stable in any form. You hardly be able to see anybody that has good name that came from the lineage of Reuben. All because the father placed the cause on him. Hmm. Why do you think in Numbers chapter 22, verse 1 through 6, why do you think that Balak have to go and look for Balak? Why do you think Balak have to go and look for Balak? When he saw the numbers of Israelites spread out, the Bible said they climbed the mountain and looked down and saw how plenty they are on the surface and said, these people are too strong for me. They have never attacked him. They didn't do him any harm or any evil. He only saw that these are majestic people. He said they are too strong. He's, he heard the news of how God had been conquering for them. So he said, no, I must find a way to weaken their strength, to weaken their destiny. And so he invited Bala to come and cause them. Do you know? Do you do you not think that Balak has understanding of what a cause can do in the strength of his strength before he fight them? He has never prepared to go and fight them. He prepared the release of spiritual power to weaken their strength before he torment them, before he will face them and put them under serious trouble. He first wants a spiritual power to be released to weaken their strength. That is the impact the world can do. It can weaken people's strength. It can put... Destiny is under slavery. That is the impact and the length. If he employed Balaam to come and weaken their destiny, come and attack their destiny, so that their strength will become weakened and he will attack them and overpower them and probably make them a slave. Since he thought they are too powerful for him, he knows what the world can do, what causes can wreck in the life of people. Oroma Jabigo. Yo 
so lale yi gbogbo eni to ti so oro igun sinu iran re ni igba imo abi ni igba mimo won ma gba oro won pada aye ere a gba obi wa jade ku onu ahamo oro igun loruko jesus christ njo mo bi pe yato si oro igun oro a ma ja bi oro oro a ma ja bi oro ninu aye awon eniyan ohun lo je ko ja ninu aye Simeone ati Lefi ninu we Genesis ori kokan de la adota in Genesis chapter 49 word was word wreck afok the word of Jacob wreck afok in the life of Simeon and Levi and that affected the destiny of Moses Moses was unable to get to the promised land because of anger the same anger was what Jacob make pronouncement of a curse over it in Genesis chapter 49, verse 5 through 7. You can read that and see it. So that you see the effect of the word that are pronounced. Sometimes children live as if their parents have no power. Whatever their parents say does not matter. Brethren, brethren, if you have if you have seen people who live under the causes of their parents and have been and, are, and, has, and their life has been drastically affected to the extent that they make no meaningful impact in life you will run away from receiving a curse word from your parents it is very important it is very important that no matter the level of our civilization we must understand when god place somebody in a position of a parent his parent he will not relegate the authority of parent from them he will not relinquish it as well from them he has released them to them, released it to them, and it remained with them. And children will turn out to be parents. So, if you today, under the superficial of your parents, continue to provoke them to anger until they begin to say negative words upon your life, even though it is no good for Christians, but sometimes we have Christians are also human beings. Parents sometimes are provoked to speak negative words. Sometimes they don't speak it out, but they stick it in their mind because of the way their parents, their children behave to them. Such have impact. Either your parents speak it out or they think it in their mind. It has negative impact on your destiny. You need to be careful as a child. Be careful of how you treat your parents. Be careful of how you misbehave to them. And it's not just your parents. You know, we are told that people who are elderly, who are older, who are up to our parents must be given the same regard we give to our parents. Yes, because their word as well carry weight. It carry weight, it can cause trouble, it can wreck havoc. People you don't even know their origin, you don't know their background, you don't know where they are coming from. You just meet them on the way, whether in Lagos or anywhere. And you just misbehave to them. You don't even know who they are. And you think because you are you have money or because you are you are enlightened, you are educated, and you just misbehave to them, you molested them, and you think you can go score free when they make pronouncement, the pronouncement follows your life. It has cost many people their life destiny. That's why you must be careful of what is coming out of your world, of your mouth. And that's why you must respect people whose word can make a lasting impact upon your life, either negative or 
positive. Was are like Afok. The was like Afok. Or Rama Jabi Oro. Or Rama Dani Loro. Ama Dani Lobe. Or Rada Simeon at Lefi Loro. You know, Genesis. We call Candela daughter. He said, Carol de Kiji. Was a one way around Oro. Jacob was sorcery by you one. Oh, no, no, by aye, Mosheke, near Opia, Mosheko, Jacob de la Lady, to leave Binu. You, Jacob, Mosheko de la Lady, Binuti, Jacob, free, you are Yama, Bala Mosheke. Kisara, Kisara, watch out, watch out, watch out. Another thing that I've noticed that what cause is that, apart from that, what turns to battle. When it is pronounced, it becomes a battle that you keep fighting with, struggling with all the time. If not, if, if if not, if you are not careful, you can spend almost half of your years, and that is the years of your strength, in the battle of a war that I may pronounce ahead of you, or pronounce before you, or pronounce on you, because they become battles. And that is why we are having this kind of prayer we are having tonight. Some people have spent the best of their years now fighting the battle of a negative pronouncement invoked on their life, invoked some on their generation, invoked on their parents, and it's working against them wherever they go. If you are not delivered, you will remain in slavery. That is why you have you need time. To, to fight tonight and to deliver yourself. Many are held back in the single's life by a negative pronouncement wreck on their life in the secret or in the open. Many are held back in poverty by a negative pronouncement held, pronounced or invoke on their life. It amper their prosperity and bring them to, to the lowest level like a slave. Many are in sickness because some people use the words of, of power, the word, the demonic word of their mouth to tie them down and they remain tied down. Some, they try the, the money power, the money people try powers on their life to see the impact and the magnitude of the, of the weapons of war, of, of, the, of, of, of the spell they are carrying. They try it on them and it work on them and they pass away. Some, you don't even offend anybody, but some people hate you for no cause. Why? Probably because you are a Christian. Probably because you are, your life looks glorious. Probably they perceive you are doing well than their own children. Or probably so many reasons could be attached to it. Tonight, as many that are suffering unjustly under negative pronouncement of whoever that has positioned himself as parent, positioned himself as lord or chiefs or authorities or powers or wickedness or principality in any way, in any form, their effect shall be rendered powerless in the name of Jesus Christ. What wicked people? It shatters strength. It discourages. It penetrates like arrows. That's why we this we call discouragement an arrow. It's an arrow that penetrates you, no matter how courageous you are. There are words that can weaken your strength, except you have the spirit of God, you will not be able to continue. It happened to Nehemiah. It happened to Nehemiah in Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 1 to 3. The Bible said, When Sambalat and Tobiah had upon the building, the reconstruction of the wall of Jericho, look at what they said to him. If he has he has not the will of the word of the, 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 the spirit of God in him. He wouldn't be able to continue the work. In Nehemiah chapter 4, 
Let me read verse 1 to 3 to you. What the Bible says there. The Bible said, Now when Sambalat heard that we were building the wall, he was angry and greatly engraved and enraged. And he jeered at the Jews. In verse 2, the Bible said, And he said in the presence of his brothers and of the army of Samaria, What are these feeble Jews doing? Will they restore it for themselves? Will they sacrifice? Will they finish up in a day? Will they revive the stones out of the heaps of rubbish and burn ones at that? In Festiri. And look at what they say in Festiri again. Tobiah, the Harmonite, was beside him. And he said, Yes, what they are building. If a fox goes up on it, it will break down their stone walls. You can see. Now, even if a bird should stand on the fence, how weak will a fence be that a bird will fly and stand on it and the wall will fall? How weak? How weak? But that was the way he compared them when he was stunting them so as to weaken them. But instead of that, what does Nehemiah do? What did he do? Nehemiah did not even count on what they said. What did he do? He said in verse 4, hear what Nehemiah said. He said, Hear, oh, our God, for we are despised. Turn back their tent on, on their own heads and give them up to be plundered in the land where they are captives. And cover not their iniquity. And let not their sin be plotted out from your sight. For they have provoked you to anger in the presence of the builders. You can see, instead of Nehemiah waging war, physical with them, he turned to the spiritual war. He called upon God. He said, send their despise on them. Let whatever they have pronounced go back on their life and let them become slaves in their own land. Wow. That is the magnitude of what war can do. If you don't have enough sight, enough understanding to counter some words when it is pronounced. If you don't have the, the discerning spirit to recognize negative pronouncement from anyone so that you counter it immediately, then the impact follows your life. There are people who will be going and they will say, go, you will never come back. And they go and they never come back. They left like that and they never return. Some will be traveling and they will say, your their car will not get to destination. Before you know it, they cast some assault on the road and they say their life are lost. People make pronouncement that are demonically backed up. But believers are also strengthened to use the word. Unfortunately in that generation, many don't have the word. They don't have the word of God in their life that they can use to counter these words when it is pronounced. Remember, the Lord Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 8. The Bible says a centurion came to him and begged him to come and heal his servant. That is critically ill at home. And the Lord Jesus Christ said, Okay, he's coming to, to come and do it in his house. And the Bible said, The Centurion replied and told the Lord Jesus Christ that I am not fit to have you under my roof. All I needed, pronounce the word, and my son will be healed. Wow. And the servant will get him. He said, Send forth the word. He said, Speak a word. Speak a word. And it will happen. Because I am also a soldier under authority, I command people, troops under me, 
And when I say go this way, they go that way. And I say return, they return. When I say do this, they do that. You too make your word because words can be commanded. You can make pronouncements that are full of action. When you command it, it happened that way. Hallelujah. I want to realize tonight that God is up to something in the life of some people tonight. God is up to something in the family of some people tonight. God is up to something in the destiny of some people tonight. God is going out in full force to deliver. God is going out in full force to save. God is going out in full force to heal tonight. In Psalm 18, verse 6. Psalm 18, verse 6. I want to charge you with what the psalmist said there. In Psalm 18, verse 6. Look at what the Bible says. In Psalm 18, verse 6, the Bible said, In my distress, I call upon the Lord. To my God, I cried for help. From his temple, he heard my voice, and my cry to him reached his ears. And my cry to him reached his ears. The another one, I cried to God in my distress, he heard my prayers in my distress. I don't know how distressed you are. I don't know how troubled you are. I don't know how depressed the situation of your life are. I don't know how, 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 how shattered your family is right now. I don't know how, what, what has happened to your business. I don't know how the year... 2021 has the bite hard on you. I don't know which side you have you are in the year 2021, whether the year is positive to you or negative. I don't know the negative impact of the pandemic that you are still battling with. I don't know who has made pronouncement on your life, and your life has since then been in disaster. I don't know who tied your destiny down. I don't know the power or the demonic forces that have declared war against your life that you are restless and powerless. I don't know the situation that some people use the world to invoke into your life that held you back and says you will not go. I don't know those who are invoking causes on your life to deny you of your right and privileges. I don't know who has threatened that his word must come to pass in your life. He says you will not be promoted and so you stand on it and you are battling with it. I don't know those who says you will not have progress and so your progress has been detached instead. I don't know the situation you find yourself tonight, but I know this, that my God reigns. His word is like fire that burns. His word is like armor that breaks rocks. His word are living and active. They are able, they are like a, a two-edged sword, sharpened, and has the magnitude of power to penetrate the impenetrable. It has the magnitude of power to change the unchangeable. It has enough power and strength and fire to, to destroy whatever the enemy has established on your life. What you need tonight is to have faith. Shag your mind. Sharpen your thinking. Hold on strongly on the word and the prayer point that you will hear tonight because the prayer point you will hear are not just arranged by my by me they are the prayer point that i'm led to release for your deliverance for your healing for your freedom for your progress for your breakthrough for impact
impactful life to set your destiny free to spark up a new fire in you to create a new inspiration in your life to give you a new experience to give you the testimony you have been waiting for i am not going to be the leader of the night but the holy spirit and when you follow the leading of the spirit you get the result instantaneously that's why i say set up your life set up your home prepare for war get ready to do it yourself this is operation deliver yourself it is a university where you do it by yourself nobody is there remember around you to wake you up when you are sleeping nobody is there to tell you you are dosing you must be able to discipline yourself to deliver yourself if you are the type that need this prayer tonight then get ready for work get yourself ready get set be strengthened if possible, get a fresh water by your side so that when you are weary, you can sip the water. If possible, get a tea by your side that you can drink to give you energy to pray because you really need to pray. The three hours is meant for praise and prayer. And we open up with praise and we zoom into prayer. The praise is to shut the heavens, to pray down the heavens, the heavenly host to be part of the program. And in every home, there must be a real praise worship. The session that you will sing and clap and show that you need the intervention of the heavenly host. If your praises is not strong enough, if your worship is not strong enough, you may not have a open heaven for the victory of tonight. Therefore, get yourself ready, do enough praises, and at the end, I am very sure that you have a testimony to share instantaneously tonight. I have a covenant with the Lord Almighty and I believe in His word. I know what He has led us to do this time around. We give people testimony and you are one of them. Glory be to God in the highest. Get ready and we shall be back. Thank God because it's an opportunity again to enjoy the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. I pray for you this evening. Receive strength. Receive energy. Receive anointing to carry out the wonders of God in your life and family. I decree in the name of Jesus Christ that your, the word of your mouth tonight shall be charged with fire. The Holy Spirit that lives in you will ignite a holy anger that will destroy the work of darkness in your life. The Son of Man came to destroy the work of darkness. And He will destroy every work of darkness in your life tonight in the name of Jesus. Your life will never remain the same. After this night, there shall be victory that will give you a lasting testimony. Your life will not be entangled with any other shackles any longer. In the name of Jesus Christ, may the Lord give you strength. May the Lord give you grace. May the Holy Spirit of God inspire your life. May He lead you to pray from your heart and to get research instantly in the name of Jesus. And I pray that as we prepare for this battle, sin will not catch up with you. The sin that can deter you, that can seal the heaven, that will not allow the ears of God to hear, may the Lord remove from your way in the name of Jesus. God Almighty will empower you and make you strong for this battle. And at the end, the name of the Lord Almighty shall be glorified. Glory be to God in the highest. In Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed. Amen. Get ready for war. It is your victory night. In Jesus' name, amen. And when you ingest, it either nourishes the body or destroys the body. It either makes you feel good or makes you feel bad and uncomfortable. In my definition, either artificial or synthetic. So, 
if you are classifying a food item like the noodles, I may not because of branding, I will not call brand names. Our instant noodles is an artificial mix. God didn't create it. But when you look at your potato, Irish potato, these are natural food items. So in my classification, I will classify a type of food as the living food. A food is living, there's life in that food. As at the time you are cooking or consumption, the qualities of a living thing from our basic elementary biology, Mr. Niger D, respiration is one of the qualities. Put that living food in a cellophane bag, a nylon bag, a paper bag, the food starts perspiring, perspiring. You see moisture, that food is living food. But keep spaghetti, keep uh, fried plantain inside nylon for the next 51 years. In as much as it hasn't exceeded its shelf life, it will still be looking at you that way. So now, I want you to just flash back at your family setting. Look at the proportion of living food you are feeding your family. And look at the percentage of dead food that is in your food regimen, your eating regimen. Now, we cannot do without some of these dead food items, your tin tomato, your sachet tomato, and all that. But we are supposed to gravitate towards the living food and walk away from the dead food. Mind you, as you are listening to me now, I want you to drop all the garments or all the mentality or all the psychosocial perception you have about food. Because one of the most dangerous observations in my presentation is, as I'm talking, someone says, ah, what do you mean? Just free, feel free, empty your container. So that by the time I'm depositing some of this information, you are not even having issues. Then when you now reflect, I believe the Holy Spirit will guide you so that it will be healing to you. Now, I'm going to find food. We have what we call nutrients. And we have six categories of nutrients. We have the protein, the carbohydrates, the vitamins, the fats and oil, and water, the minerals. Now, of these nutrients, we have the ones that give energy. We call them macronutrients. Your protein, your fats, your carbohydrates. Then we have others that are responsible for maintenance of body to use, like our minerals, calcium, iron for brain, brain development, for blood, if you come to the hospital and your PCV is low, so all these nutrients, we eat food, we don't eat nutrients. But I need to give us a foundation which I will build on. So that I'm assuming as we are seated, we are laymen. Pardon me. I know we have professors seated, doctors and all that. But for me or for you to benefit from my talk, Let's assume 
I'm talking to lay the food and I need to build this foundation. Now, it's important for you to eat your protein. And we have two types of protein. We have the animal protein and we have the plant protein. The animal protein is of more biological value than the uh, plant protein. Even though the plant protein is very cheap, like our beans and other food items. However, animal protein is of more biological value. Of our carbohydrates, we have three groups of carbohydrates. We have the simple one, we have the uh, disaccharide, the simple one is monosaccharide, then the complex one. Now, I would appreciate if we gravitate towards the complex carbohydrate, like our yam, like our potatoes, like our rice, semo, and less of our table sugar, the sucrose, or the fizzy drink, some drinks, milk, milk also contains sugar in form of lactose. So let's gravitate towards the complex carbohydrate. You will see when I'm talking about diabetes, the reason why you should do so. Also, vitamins. I'm, I'm picking it in no particular order. Vitamins is very important, and the meaning of vitamins is vital amines. It's vital in the body. You need just a little quantity of vitamins to get it going. However, if you don't take enough vitamins, you are knocking the door of deficiency disease. Nutrition related. And what is a deficiency disease? It is a disease that is caused as a result of an absence in your food regularly an essential vitamin, the one that cannot be produced by your body. And gradually, you begin to see this manifestation. However, you don't need any special medication in terms of deficiency disease. Once you restore back that nutrient that have been deficient, you will see that gradually, such an individual will come out of it if there are no complications. Because oftentimes, there are complications. Vitamin A deficiency now comes gradually, fluorescence gradually, xenotamia. If there is not taking such an eye is lost. Iron deficiency, iodine deficiency. So for vitamins, it's important that you take just a little, and that's why it goes without saying that at least half of your food per day should come from fruits and vegetables. Your minerals are also important because uh, they play a part in some of these metabolic conditions, production of blood, uh, storage of food in the body, production of oxygen and carbon dioxide. So if an individual lacks in mineral, there's some conditions that come up. Fats and oil needed a limited quantity. Why? Because you have fat-soluble vitamins and fat has some other key role to play in the body. Having said that, water is a, is a nutrient that a lot of people downplay. Water is very important as a nutrient. Now, having said this, let me go into the main thrust of this conversation. Please, along the line, if you have any question, pen down your question. If I've answered it before the end of the presentation, good. If I've not answered it, you can come up with your question.
Now, so for a pregnant woman, what's so important? In our plan here, oftentimes we don't plan pregnancy. It comes and you are pregnant. Ideally, a woman of reproductive age, either you are going to marry or you just got married, should prepare herself for three months. And that's why in some cultures, before now, when you marry, you are kept somewhere to fucking up. However, I'm not talking about fucking up now. There are some essential nutrients that a woman should have. A minimum level, an optimum level. And when pregnancy comes, if it is not taken day by day, if there's any lack, any deficiency, it affects the fetus. Why? Because development is daily. So the nutrients we're expected to eat today, tomorrow as a pregnant woman, if you don't meet your recommended allowance and you now take a basket full or a trailer load the following day, that which you have missed, you have missed. The development phase has moved on. So for such an individual, that child, that fetus is already deprived. And if you are not taking such a baby can come out small for gestational age or low back to weight. Child to be low back to weight, for a child to be small for gestational age, it means there have been some deprivation in pregnancy. So how do we prevent that? Folate is one of the most important nutrients. And where do we get folate? Green leafy vegetables, orange, citrus because of the role it plays in brain development. And that is why it is one of the routine drugs even during antenatal care that women are given. So it's important for a pregnant woman to eat adequately a protein of biological value, egg, milk, beef, fish, and dairies. It's also important for a pregnant woman to eat adequately fruits and vegetables. We have nausea coming around this time, uh, no wanting to eat, not laughing, but a pregnant woman should be encouraged by the family, by the husband, by well-wishers. Also, table arrangements, play with colors, colors of fruits, colors of food, so that you encourage that woman to eat, not only because of herself, but also because of the baby. From eight weeks, gradually the baby grows to nine months. The last trimester, that's the last three months, is very important. So eating enough carbohydrates, your protein, to meet your recommended allowance, and also eating snacks, healthy snacks. There's a phenomenon called pica, in which a pregnant woman will be craving non-food item. Why don't you get cashew nuts, walnuts, and instead of this, uh, when this craving comes, you can eat some of these food items, they are healthy. Now, the first 1,000 days of life is the most important. And this is from nine months of pregnancy until the second birthday of a child. If you can get it at this point, then all your wahala as a mommy and daddy is over.
Why am I saying this? It's possible for you to have an Abbas Einstein in your family. It is possible you have a Philip Elegwale, a genius, super, super intelligent children in your family, if you get it right with adequate nutrition. And then we have the problems that come later. The Bible says when the foundation is faulty, what can the righteous do? This is a great husband for my head. Oh yeah, let's go. Who are you? Only for John. No. If you get the foundation right, with adequate nutrition, you discover that intelligence comes with adequate nutrition. And when you look at the brain scan of children that are malnourished, you see that the wiring is not well networked. But take the brain scan of a child that is adequately fed, you will see that there are different, different networkings. What does this tell us? That there are neurons, billions of neurons. And these neurons are well networked. And this child, you're already putting that child on a pedestal of making life easy, particularly when it comes to cognitive development. Little wonder, you see some children playing violin, playing chess, playing scramble, First in class, playing ball, all around super intelligent children. And this can be achieved even in your family, in my family, with adequate nutrition. There's a place for nature, there's also a place for nurture, how you nurture a child. And often I tell mothers that there is a mother that is pampering her own child adequately. Not overindulging, however. And there's another mother being economist. What you about what you know, sharing egg. A day we come that the two children will meet in the same class. And the level in which you have fortified your child is the level of response that your child will. So when the child comes with report card, you are in actual sense your own self, how much you have impacted. I said nature and nurture. Nurture, environment, to play. But that which you have deposited in your child through adequate nutrition, because it's not rocket science. The brain needs raw material. Where does it come from? Docosa, hexanoic acid, DHA, omega acid. So all these will come from food. Do you actually know that that brain, that Ojueja Egobo, will help the brain? The oil in fish is beneficial for the brain. And who even told us that we should not drink coconut water? Ah, oh, Do you know that the coconut water is high in mineral? So, we have to start reversing some of the narratives that we have grown to know. There was a time when I was working in Masi. They want to say, "Oh, if you don't I to my jelly." Oh. And when you look at the fish on that display, better point and keep with big air, covering all the plates and the children. Tell me, daddy, the children here go go. They are the ones that eat the big fish, you and the meat, big meat, Not even one air, you can double it up you will definitely meet it one day. So the first 1,000 days of life is very important. So when a child is born, any initiation of breast milk 
colostrum. That first meal that comes, she wants to squeeze it away. It is very high in micronutrients and immune substances. So what will colostrum do? Very high in immunity. The first three days, it will help the baby that has been in the uh, the mother coming out. All those materials, the colostrum will help flush them out. Number one. So early initiation of breastfeeding in the first one hour of life is very important. That will also help the hypothalamus of the brain of the child to understand the response to suckling. Because most mothers at that moment will complain, ah, my child is not breastfeeding well. The more the child is put to the breast, the more the child will suckle, and the more the muscles of the mouth will be more developed to suck the breast. However, in breastfeeding, what are some of the challenges? What position do? The mouth of the baby should be on the top part of the breast, not on the nipple, on the areola. And if a child is breastfeeding and it's painful, that means you are not getting it. Even the position. In the clinic, I ask, which one is ideal? You are supposed to bring your baby to the breast and not bring breast to the baby. So if you can exclusively breastfeed for the first six months, you are ready on the path of success. Why am I saying this? A lot of diabetes and hypertension have been associated with poor feeding in early childhood. And they talk about the thrifty phenomenon. There was a, a, a professor sometimes ago came with this hypothesis, Professor Parker, that if in the fetus a child is deprived of food, if a child growing up is deprived, a child will come. The body of that child is already accustomed to that inadequate supply. Now, maybe his name is the phone of Peter. Peter, by one way or the other, he sells children life. He's employed in children. He's employed, travels overseas. By the time he starts eating what is adequate for his age, it becomes excess for him because his body has already been conditioned for that small quantity. And that's why you see a lot of people being obese, overweight. That's another school of thought. So, after six months, breastfeed alone is not adequate. You need to start incorporating whole food. This is where some mothers get it wrong again. Fizzy dream. I'm tempted not to mention names. But even our advertisement is not making it better. All these social drinks, fizzy drinks for children, they come in different ways. Please, no. If you can afford it, make your fruit juice fresh for your children. Let them take it to school. Then what is even the content of their food pack when they are going to school? You see all these ready-made drinks? Some schools now have fruit days. Please let's incorporate fruits. Let's incorporate nuts for our children. It's important. There's what we call foster diet. It's a diet that comprises of legumes. That is our beans. Uh, yes, beans, soya beans. Then our staples. Maybe the yam, potato, rice, then fruits and vegetables, and also the uh, legumes, staple, protein, the fruits and vegetables, then add it to a four-star diet. 
It was approved by the Federal Ministry of Health some years ago, 2015, and that is what we are advocating. So a mother that is giving her child pap and milk, that's the two-star diet, suffer from meal. We are giving your child compulsion, rice and granola, suffer from meal, two-star diet. Let's incorporate that rice. You can have a little vegetable, you can have your egg, you can have crayfish, you can also have, uh, yes, for the pap, you can have pap, butter, pap, milk, pap, soya, pap, dried fish, pap, granite oil. The wisdom of yesterday cannot solve the problem of today. Don't say that, ah, that is how my mother trained me, eh, and this and that. No. Let's take advantage. You need to do a lot of blending. Blending of fruits, blending of vegetables, incorporating it in their food. Like rice and ewedu now. Rice, ewedu and ebusi, which can be fish for your child. To you, my child, experiment it. Ewedu is high chlorophyll. So, now, I'm leaving this stage. The next stage I'm going to is adolescent. And in nutrition, every stage, you don't get it right, there's a carryover. If you don't introduce food adequately to your children, particularly the female child, there's a lot of things trending now. Ah, I want to be lepal, I want to be a banana and such a child will not eat. Eat food. I have a kid sister. She went through that phase. Now she's struggling to add weight and all that. Eat! Ah, that's the other one. What do you want? It's only nobizu. Nobizu and fried plantain. It's only a soft drink. Just give me a little soft drink and my meat. Just give me my meat. Who finished my food? No! Female child, learn to eat. Have a good perception. It is not about your image now. It's about your reproductive circle. Your own, your body, preparing to give back later in future. A school, when a, 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 a woman does not meet up, and particularly such a child that marries before meeting up with the recommended uh, weight and thereabout, such a child can give birth to a low weight child, small for a child, or can have complications during childbirth. So it's very important. Also because menstrual period begins at that moment, that phase, loss of blood, so the female child needs to eat more of proteinous food, animal protein, to have it incorporated into her. Because very soon she will leave home and be living alone, so that she doesn't become overpicky, so that she's depriving herself of some basic nutrients. For the male child also, adolescent growth spot. That is the time of rapid development. And if he is not taking, such a child would not meet up with the expected body weight. So I'm leaving this phase now, and I want to dwell on the adult phase, because I have a lot to talk about. Permit me to say, how often do you go for medical screening? How often do you check your blood pressure? Do you even know your fasting blood sugar? If I'm to ask you your blood pressure, do you know? No. Well, as you do your lipid profile, I have a piece of information for you. Some years ago, during the World Hypertension Day, we went to shop right at Lekki Ajasa. 
and we screened more than 200 respondents. Just come in, come in, come in, we screen you, we give that job. I want you to know that out of those that have high blood pressure, about 40% are between 22 and 35 years old. And before we used to think hypertension is for the Baba, Baba is that all No! And I was so much interested and I said, let me get a little deep, deep inside and discover some of the cause. I discovered that some of them work late. They wake up early. I discovered that most of them, they are overindulged with their phones, their mobile, uh, uh, mobile devices. Can you imagine someone staying away till 2 a.m.? Not reading the Bible, not praying, no. Checking Facebook, from Facebook, Instagram, from Instagram, Twitter, from Twitter. And can imagine when you enter a VRT bus, you see everybody bowing down. Yes. So, let us reduce that eye. In fact, there's arthritis now for the hand, based on how you hold your phone. Some people are having arthritis. So, it's very important. I'll start with hypertension. Hypertension is a condition in which you have elevated blood pressure. And when it's measured, some people jail us okay like 200 over something. It's good to maintain it to around 130. However, what could cause it? Before I say, ah, I want a lot of hypertension. Number one, always be happy. Your state of mind, say, ah, with all this one we are hearing. If it's for you not to even listen to daily reports, I mean, you should part of you. If that one is the beginning of your own, uh, ah, what's the problem? Then it's actually a man, No, please. Life will go on. Make yourself happy. Stimulate happiness around you. Your, your, your phone, your car, everywhere you want, let your stimulate. Some people say, ah, you don't know me. Ah, mobile gun, take my bino sing. No. The more you be more, the more the baby goes up. Always be happy. Number two, your salt intake and your bullion cube. That is the seasoning cube. Seasoning cube. It has a common name, general name, Maggi, Maggi cube. And just careful with brand. You will see some women want to cook. Ah, oh, yeah, girl, you're making me a word. They say, ah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. Oh, yeah, taste it. Oh, yeah, if you see, ah, ah, mommy, what? No. Do you know you can actually cook this palatable soup with your dry iru and your blended crayfish? And when you have shower, dry shower, that you blend it. Just add two spoons to it with your onion, garlic, and ginger. And it's very, very, very. Don't ask your people, don't ask your something. Oh my God. So, I said we have to change the narrative. The wisdom of yesterday cannot solve the problem of today. I'm a practical person. And before dishing food to some of our patients, even in Jordan, I've always been eating low salt food. But it's not palatable. So, mommy, my daddy, don't wait until the doctor will say, 
We don't have a choice. I can't go there on my own. No, no. Go to go on my jet. So if reducing your marina and the shop now, you make you stay long so that you know they have to eat your shop food. Is it not better? There's a problem with your so don't wait until you are offensive before you caution yourself. Also, daddy, but tell them, it is for the good of the family. I told you earlier, our attention is now cutting across board. Before it used to be from 55 and above. So reduce your salt intake. Reduce your salt intake. Reduce processed food. Some of these processed food have salt incorporated in them as a preservative agent. I'm going to diabetes now. Although it is no sugar that causes diabetes, diabetes. If it occurs in children, we have uh, pediatric uh, diabetes now. It will come in form of type 1, that's in children. For such children, they have to use insulin for the rest of their life. However, I want to focus on adult concept of type 2 diabetes. And even there are other concepts from taxi, we have gradually seen people come up with diabetes. It could be genetic, it could be as a result of a particular drug regimen taken in the past. It could also be as a result of lifestyle. Lifestyle. Sweet mouth. Sweet mouth. Papiondo, if you sugar see. You put milo, you put uh, milk, you still put sugar. You are cooking beans, you still put sugar. You are cooking yam, you still put sugar. You put maggi, sweet mouth. You are in traffic between beggar to Ojota. You are taking two bottles of Pepsi, three gala. Between Ojota to Pampu Volipa. No, that's self control. All these fizzy drinks, and even the worst corporate, are the ones that you have zero sugar. Nalayo, there's a spatel there, artificial sweetener. There's a sesophane there, artificial sweetener. And after drinking it, you see a sweet aftertaste in your mouth. In your mouth, you your sugar. It's an artificial sweetener. And some of them could be carcinogenic. And every time people ask me, hey, say, who have not that? Now that is protecting us. Now that is making money. It's another one of government. So some of these things, it will take years. And they couldn't do it already. They couldn't do Yes. And one professor said some months ago that it is the bitter things that you don't like. Now you're going to go for. There are other sweet things. You're going to run away from there. You embrace those foods that are not palatable. Not in terms of cooking out. All those bitter food items. Ah, eh, bitter food items. Ah, jello. Ah, kodio. Kukuma. Ah, I don't like kukuma. It's not sweet, though. Just give me pineapple. I finish it. Give me apple. Don't build sweet mouth, particularly children. If you build sweet mouth in your children, it's very dangerous. 
When you want to reward them, reward them with cash, you know. Ah, if you finish assignment, when I like you, know, you are already encouraging sweet man. Give them garden, watermelon. Use that as a reward. And I was some. Let me drop this information. Adequate information, the nutrition doesn't begin in the kitchen. You think, ah, I'm going to have a soldier that has a knowledge and our kitchen quality today. It begins from the market. What kind of food item do you buy for your family? Ah, cacao me, cacao spaghetti, better, go to a bed, indomie, three cacaos. What do you buy? Granite, bottles of granite, cashew nuts, yam, Irish potato, beet root, tiger nut, or few. Buy one dairy cup of tiger nut, buy one plastic, and my jelly again. Wash it, put one water, put it in the fridge. Buy your ball, farm friend, uh, Mr. Queen, Mr. Finance. Buy soya drink, put it in your store. It is what you have at home that you will eat. So the ones that you, you are not supposed to eat, don't make it available. Now that they are coming, if I can, this cupcake, this cupcake, this guy, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. No! Ah, that is today, take watermelon, take ashuna. I love ice cream for the children, but overindulge them. It is what you buy from the market, you cook. Then, mommy, what? Are you predictable? Ah! I saw you at my chair. If you don't eat amala, you eat ever. If you don't eat okro, you eat ever. If you don't eat ever, you eat ever. See, no, have a menu plan. It will help you. This week, rice, sweet potato, boiled plantain, boiled plantain and uh, beans, uh, fried plantain. Have your menu plan. It will guide you. You pack and so. Then in your menu plan, in, include fruits and vegetables. I don't say that uh, diabetes, portion control is very important. And that is, you can see that is very near. Please, roll your fist like this. I was in a presentation. I said, don't eat more than uh, this I do. Ah, one man said, say, okay, they come here. Ah, I don't say, okay, they come. It's the whole food, though. The whole food should eat. I tell you when you eat on your own hand. If you eat some more of this size, with plenty of vegetable, I have a friend. Ah, remember, I'm in you, I'm on you. Plenty of vegetable, plenty of okra. It is ever not for children, not for adolescents. I make for that is our mommy. and above. Let us incorporate that. By the time you put a table on it, again, you put on maybe two, again. Before you know it, it's already filled up. God, the day that this one, ah, like five. Oh yeah, this is, oh yeah, the amount of more of vegetables. Then the fish. Okay, before we now, then um, three things that we should be careful of. I've mentioned two. That is sugar. That is um, salt. The third one is oil. Reduce oil in your food. Then, what kind of oil do you buy to your family? Check out the way we come and so. Put it in the sun here. It will go. It will warm well. It will be fried. 
to Matusu, Hatusu Sibe, to my tribe, Asu Sibe, Abirahoko. At the end of the day, you swallow it, you must see nobody know me. And it will be exposed to hypertension because when it gets into your blood, a serum, it becomes the front part. And it gets not taken. Stroke. Oftentimes, you see someone driving. Maybe an electric bridge, a terminal bridge, and there's traffic, and the person lies on the steering before you know it, it's gone. Ah, you see what you see? You see it? Ah, you might have to eat on it. Oh, by the way, only a few people want to see it to wear one more. There are a lot of things in the body, but because you don't do medical screening, you don't check yourself. Hypertension is one of the conditions that causes sudden death. So it's important for us to be aware. Awareness is important. Also, intervention around your family. The oil. it oil in your food. Then, as much as possible, if you're on the big size, when you calculate your BMI and your BMI push you to the overweight side, then you stop frying your food. So go fry spaghetti, fry the noodle, fry yam, fry plantain, fry the food, fry egg, fry meat, fry fish. Let's avoid all this. Because the more you fry, you are increasing the calorie, the energy, and it will predispose you to gaining weight. And once you gain weight and you're overweight and obese, it will predispose you to hypertension, or predispose you to diabetes, or predispose to hypercholesterolemia. That is where the cholesterol is much in the body. So by and large, what I'm saying is reduce oil in your food. Use uh, oils like the soya oil, uh, normal madol, all this soya oil, granite oil, and not the adulterated one. Also, it's important to us not to fry, 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 because when you fry, the oil will transit. So if you are buying of pork, fish roe, akaya, by the roadside, you are endangering your life. Because such an oil will have been used to fry of pork, after of pork, try to plantain chips, after plantain chips, and all like that. So it's important for us to watch, be careful. Don't use your money to buy what will bring problems to your body. Now, generally, how do we arrange our food such that our family will live healthy, will stay away from disease, and also will live long. Number one, always be happy. I'll give my golden rule. Every time, two for seven. Have self-control when it comes to food. Quantity-wise, self-control. Now, I'm ah, enjoying myself. Oh, yeah, packing, beverage, packing, milk. No, have self control. No, it's for that day. So, also, that thing. That's the cost of the weight of your pocket. No, have self control. Number three, eat in moderation. In autonomy. I spread news for people who say, ah, you eat three triangular meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner. I said, put in between snacks. Between 12 and 1, you 
Three mixtures, different mixtures. Why? Just to get her, I can have the feeling of euphoria or whatever. No. Let's condemn it outrightly. Also, it's very important. Even though it is a church setting, but I'm seeing it to say to stay away from alcohol. Alcohol will predispose our male to having diabetes or erectile dysfunction or some other conditions later, particularly when we take them over time. And they are trending, it's, it's very trending these days. Very early in the morning, you see a young man, you see them, different sachets in the pocket, in the, in the back. I'm not only limited to, to, to men, women. Another trend is this harbor concussion. Ah, we're not buying another food. We are in the market. Eh? You see two, three women drinking. Oh, yeah, I don't know who are. Can you find it? Where is it now? Please stay away from me. We have more kidney condition rising. In fact, it gets into a level in my facility, even though we don't have the capacity for it. So I many uh, so let us start and bring in professional because kidney-related condition is increasing every day. Stay away from foods that have preservative as much as you can. It's not compulsory that you eat noodles every time. There are varieties. And God has helped us in this nation that as one is going out of season, another one will come in. If you have expensive, buy sweet potato. If sweet potato is expensive, buy plantain. There's a time plantain will be in season. There's a time if it's not an animal, it will be mango. So let us eat a variety of all these foods. It's very important. Now, there are some food that have healing quality. My time is up. Thank you very much. Let me just summarize. Food that have healing qualities. Number one, boiled plantain, cashew nut, ginger, beetroot, coniferous flour, cabbage, cucumber. Thank you. Any questions? Questions? One. Okay, if you have questions, just raise up your hand. Any other questions? I thought you were raising. Matter. You said oils are not good or should be reduced. Um, traditionally, we've been cooking a foriro with a lot of palm oil. So, is palm oil a good thing? And or how can we make our foods without using those palm oil? That's number one. Then number two. Um, you said we should run away from sweet fruits and tend more towards um, the bitter ones. I want to know, is it that um, the sweet ones are not good or why? Why should you run away from the sweet ones? Because those are the ones I even like the best. Amen. I would like to uh, I would like to elaborate more on the food safety. Food safety.
I just want to ask, what about uh, grilled food? Grilled. Grilled. Yes. Okay, it's my turn. Yes, sir. Question from Mubebere. It doesn't make any sense. Question from Mubebere, sir. Recently, there is coronavirus. How did it affect the whole world? And now, this year, to the future year, they are talking about vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. And something came to my mind recently. Some people are skeptical. They don't want to take the vaccine because, you know, normally when you Vaccines take a lot of years before they should even produce it. They have to do a lot of tests to know the effects on human beings and even the offspring. But this coronavirus vaccine came so quickly. So my question is because we read a lot of things uh, on the internet, the how the developed world, how the how they plan to reign Africa. So and I remember that we have been taking our children for vaccination. Even during the the, uh, the antenata and the zip was not that they call it now. The mother goes for vaccination, the baby also goes for vaccination. Do you think this doesn't have effect on our our thinking level? Is it a way for the Western world maybe to make us of less superior human beings to them? I'm just thinking, I've not said it to anyone. But since last year, this has been coming to my mind that I should keep continuing because I don't think I was vaccinated when I was going on for this uh, vaccination. But thank God, I'm still alive today. But should we encourage this? Or do you think there's this injection on the developmental of our baby? That's one. The second finish asking my question. The second one. About, uh, we should try not to be missing our. So, what is now, as Christians, you know, we used to fast. What is the effect of fasting on our heads? That's question number two. Okay, then we talk about that we should have a menu plan. I checked in this part of the world, exactly your bars. We don't have so much food. Maybe only Mr. Solupe, the able people, will have uh, plenty type of food or her and the likes. But how do we resolve this issue? Because if you want to change your food, you are only left with uh, maybe a way to come and no much choices, no much varieties. So how do we resolve this problem? We cook for her. We don't know how to cook. What's the name? ese <laughs> My question is this of you. Before I can say that, someone that is a book, I, in my, the course of my presentation, 
presentation, I gave an illustration of a certain type of oil. Ururu, they call it abro. The mothers that go to the market. You see that abro now, after a time, it becomes rancid, it becomes thick, it thickens. Now, there's this type of oil now that we have that no matter how cold the weather is, it will not sleep. Abi? Soya oil, granite oil, cottonseed oil, sesame oil, canola oil. But for the simplest of understanding, we have soya oil. It's common. We have them in different brand names. Mamadou oil, this and that. Now, variety is key. And nutrition is not just putting food into your mouth. Aesthetics, beauty comes with it. And that's why I was talking about table setting. So the place of Ororo cannot be taken away. When you compare, when you use Ororo for moi moi or palm oil for moi moi, do we have the same flavor? No. no. If you fry yam with Ororo and you fry yam with palm oil, is it the same flavor? No. So we have the place. If you are cooking your love rice now, you will use palm oil. So, just know that there's a healthy one, and these are the types I've mentioned earlier. I'm not saying we shouldn't eat granite oil, no. But let us identify the one that has benefits from our body, that's your body. And these are the sets I mentioned earlier. But the common ones are granite oil, soya oil. It comes handy, you can get it everywhere. Now, skipping meals is not healthy and that's why we have breakfast cereal you see i said earlier we need to start changing the narrative for some of us where we come from when you wake up the leftover of yesterday will be warm particularly spanadian and you start your day with that and before you know it that we need to change the narrative when you have breakfast cereal breakfast is very important let me give you this uh, analogy you have a grinding machine and, okay, no, yes. You have a grinding machine and with that I'm going to your question, sir. What? All day. Early in the morning, what do you do? You put water, you wash it, prepare it for the day. That's taking water. Then your breakfast, you need to have it light. If you don't take breakfast early in the morning, the food you ate yesterday have been worked on all night because your brain does not stop working. So while you are sleeping, that's why you can dream in different realms. That's why your, your brain is active. So the brain is working, metabol uh, uh, yes, metabolizing what you are eating. So when you wake up, you need to give something fresh. And that's for those that have missed their breakfast, discover that you drag through fatigue, you know, your productivity is reduced. But if it's just a cup of milk, a cup of tea, and two slices of bread, or cracker biscuit, you discover that you are agile. You have more glucose for your brain to function, even for your movement. Because either you like it or not, your body cannot invade some of these nutrients. You have to eat it. That's why you don't skip meal. Another reason you don't skip meal is because by the time, aside from fasting, I would have said right there. By the time you skip a meal, maybe your breakfast, 
everything, the brain controls everything. As I'm talking to you, I'm processing a lot of information to my brain. As you are listening to me, you are listening, you are programming, you are breathing, you can still move your leg. So, so the brain is in control of a lot of things at the same time. The brain will interpret it as if ah, there's no food. Particularly when you continuously skip your meal. Ah, this is funny in your little room. How do I survive? I don't want to die. So the next food that comes in will be converted to articles due to fat. So at the end of the day, you discover that such an individual will be poor belly, such an individual will have excess luggage at the back, some excess fat. But if you have been eating your meal, breakfast, in between meals, lunch, in between meals, you discover that by and large, the nutrients you are supposed to take are recommended allowance, you are getting them, and you don't have excess luggage or deficit because you cannot cheat nature. For someone that stayed long, either life or not, you will just blank out. I said, if I call to you, maybe I pray for exam, I said, I don't want to sleep. There is a time that your system will shut down naturally. So that is that. I hope I answered the question. For a four-year-old, I said, let's begin to change the narrative. And particularly, when you are to stew, there's a way you can just push away the oil, take it stew in your bacon, the atacon, and dish it. If you are having a four-year-old, reduce the oil content. It is a stew for father rice. Reduce the oil content. It won't do you any good when you are accumulating cholesterol for the day in which you are supposed to be enjoying your life. Most of my clients, they are from 55, 60. See someone, you know, when he's supposed to be gathered during his life, you have to come to the clinic, 5.30, to pick number, you know, every distress, not so far, go and collect the lab, you know, unnecessarily troubles that could have been prevented. So it doesn't mean your food will not be palatable if you reduce the oil. So please, a foreigner, it's not a stamped thing as, ah, a foreigner, no. The essence of this talk, why the pastor have gone this far, is for us to have a reorientation. The wisdom of yesterday cannot solve the problems of today. And that's why, we don't need to, ah, Pastor Shane, but this is how we do it in our family. No, there's room for change and innovation. I talked about sweet fruits. I was making an analogy. It doesn't mean that the fruits that are not sweet have advantage over the ones that are sweet. The sweetness in fruit is fructose. It's healthy. It's not harmful. Probably I use that as an illustration. It doesn't mean a sweet food. Kukuma uh, doesn't have a special advantage over watermelon. However, for the diabetic, the diabetic person can eat like four or five cucumbers, but won't dare it. If you take 15 and a pineapple, by the time you're taking the second set, your body will tell you something. Only back at home, you don't lesson. For such sweet foods, we have uh, portion control, no more than one apple, even banana too. That is for the diabetic, you know. Good afternoon. Wherever you can hear my voice, 
Congratulations to all real mothers. Congratulations, congratulations to all real women. Congratulations to all women that are making waves and imparting life. Congratulations to all women that are born and are chosen to live their life to impart their world. And I say generally, congratulations to all women. It is Women's International Day. I'm using this afternoon as the morning give up for the afternoon to shine brighter. The morning always rise with a shining light. But to hand over to the afternoon that will brighten the day. Wow. I'm using that illustration to describe that when Adam was created, he rose like a morning sunlight. Coming bright and shining. And God produced another improved personality. God improved on his work. And he improved on what he has created, came up with a woman who came in the afternoon to brighten the world and make all things more beautiful than ever. What a great creation God made women to be. What an unfolding beauty Somebody said, God might have been more diligent because he needed to improve on what he has created. He's looking for something much more beautiful than Adam. Having seen right in Adam and seen a perfect being, he, he, he decided to bring up something much more beautiful than Adam. So, a woman is an improved fashion of a man. Great. No wonder. The Bible says a proverb chapter 12 verse number 4 the Bible says the integrity and strength of a virtuous woman. Watch. The integrity and strength of a virtuous wife transforms her husband into an honored king. But the wife who disgraces her husband weakens the strength of his identity. Wow. Look at what the Bible says. The integrity and strength of a woman is what transforms the man in her life into an honored king. Great. And it is still the same woman that can weaken the strength of the identity of the man. What a powerful personality God made a woman. 
In Proverbs chapter 18, verse 22, the Bible said, When a man finds a wife, he has found a treasure. Great! For she is the gift of God to bring him joy and pleasure. But the one who divorces a good woman loses what is good from his house to choose an adulteress is both stupid and ungodly. Look at what God said again. The man who finds a wife among women has found a treasure. Great! For she is the gift of God to bring him joy and pleasure. What a great personality God has made you to be as a woman. God embedded in you the ability to transform the life of a man. The ability to change the man. The ability to strengthen the identity of a man. The ability to provoke honor into the life of a man. What an, what an oh, 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 uncovered grace. Do you really realize that you are not just ordinary when you remember who you are in Christ as a woman? Please rise up in the strength and the power of the Almighty God as a transformer. That is who you are. And no man is too strong for you to transform. The moment you find the one God has designed for you to be your crown, Get ready for transformation because you are the strength and the honor of his identity. So without you, that honor that any man is carrying around is never complete. You are the one that came as an improved fashion of human race. Built up elegantly to beautify the world, to honor men. To glorify God, to show forth the capacity of God to do great and mighty things. No wonder the Bible said you are an helpmate, and the same Bible that called you a mate called God a helper. Praise be to the name of the Lord. On a day like this, I celebrate real women because they are great treasures. On a day like this, I celebrate women who are transformer. On a day like this, I celebrate women who bring honor to their men. On a day like this, I celebrate women who strengthen the identity of their husband. On a day like this, I celebrate women that are imparting the society. On a day like this, I celebrate women who are coming out bored. Not as a timid person in good thing, but a bold person in good thing and timid in what is not good. Early on a day like this, I celebrate women who are making waves. On a day like this, I celebrate women who have become light over their, the life of their husband. On a day like this, I, I celebrate women who are the brightest light among the creatures. On a day like this, I celebrate women who are full of influence. On a day like this, I celebrate women that have discovered themselves that they are not ordinary and that they carry what men cannot exhaust. On a day like this, I carry, I, I celebrate women who are the pillar and the maker of home. 
they are the same that create like God to show the capacity of their creator. They are the one who carry all other creatures and bring them to life. Life in abundance. And these other creatures are creatures made in the image of God. And who can that be? The men. May God bless our women. May God make them great. May God make our women wonderful. May the wonders in your life never expired. May the inspiration that God has made you to be in the world never end. May your light continue to shine brighter. May your sun never set at dawn because you are the improved fashion, fashion of men. May your life be brighter than the light of the sun. May you be a transformer indeed to every man you come across. May you never be a trap to any man but a trust. May you continue to stand strong and remain focused until the purpose of God is fulfilled in all that you touched. May God raise you up to be a great pillar that will transform the world around us. May you never fail. May you never fall. May you never falter. May you live, live to eat the fruit of your labor. I pray for every woman on a day like this, if there's any of you going through pains, going through struggles, going through sorrows, you are managing to survive every day. May the, may the joy of the Lord that can overpower every depth of sorrow overwhelm your life because you are not ordinary. May God's grace continue to expand your life and your world. May you continue to make great impact every day. I declare in the name of the Lord that what God has kept inside of you to transform the life of others around you, may it never get tired or expired away. I declare in the name of the Lord, may your strength never grow weary because as a transformer, you keep bringing out something new, something new every day. And I pray that you never be exhausted of bringing out something new. I declare in the name of the Lord God Almighty, may you continue to bring honor to your husband as many of you that are married. Those of you are still, are still single, I declare in the name of Jesus, may God connect you to a man who will, be, who will honor you and who will bring you honor in the name of Jesus. I declare in the name of the Lord God Almighty that those of you are not married, you will never carry the wrong crown who will come torn on your life. I declare that God's grace will be multiplied upon your life. On a day like this, at a time when you're supposed to be celebrated, you will not be found missing. I declare in the name of Jesus, those of you are widowed, that the Lord will uphold you, the Lord will strengthen you, the Lord will empower you. May you never be tired of the service that you are left to do. I declare in the name of Jesus that those of you are widowed, the Lord will make your children great. The Lord will make the children you have raised as well great. They will surround you at your old age. They will be a source of joy to your life in the name of Jesus. To all women who are strengthening the identity of their men, May you never falter. May grace of God upon your life never get expired. May you never get tired until you bring great honor to your husband and bring glory to the Almighty God. Happy celebration to all women. Happy and great celebration to great women. Happy and wonderful celebration to women of impact. A wonderful celebration and a great memorable experience to women 
who bring honor to their men. I celebrate all men today who are taking care, taking good care of their woman. I celebrate all men that have discovered that the woman in their life is the crown of their life, is the, is the honor of their life, that the woman in their life is the transformer of their life. I celebrate all women, all men that have realized that God gave them a treasure and they will continue to treasure it throughout their life. I celebrate all men that are taking good care of their wife because they shall be honored by the Lord. I celebrate all, my, all men that are working wonders with the support of their women. I declare in the name of Jesus that the woman in your life will continue to be a coverage upon your life, all men. We continue to be a strength upon your life. We continue to strengthen your identity and we continue to bring you honor. May you never fail. May you never fall. May the woman in your life continue to shield you, continue to cover you, continue to defend you. As you stand by her, may both of you live to testify to the goodness of the Almighty God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to celebrate all of you who are celebrating today. What a special day, day like this is. The joy of the Lord will be your portion. Come on, shout a thunderous hallelujah if you're a woman and you are alive. God bless you mightily and powerfully. Keep shining because brighter is your day and your days, all the days of your life. Welcome to this special day. May God bless your struggles in Jesus' name. My name is Moses Ayando. Blessing to all women.